What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever Dog Ooh, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about that lean away thing? Yeah, I guess so. Should we? I th- uh, what do you I, <laughs> this is my It thing. became a thing. I I have to remember to just not tweet about things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tweet I saw your tweet and I was like, oh I tweeted and then like and then and then at first it was just mad people just like liking it and retweeting, and then all of a sudden, then came the, then came the the, the clapbacks. Oh really? And I just was like, like oh snap! So wait, so wait, but what did you tweet, Bray? I I just tweeted Lena Lena waste out here dropping truth bombs, uh, <laughs> and then I and then I tweeted that quote because I was like I was like this is my favorite quote, it, it, and you know she had said, uh, you know black, <laughs> she was like. You, she was like, I'm not going to name names. And then like five seconds later, she was like, because she had somebody she had said, uh, she asked the reporter, you know, who made 12 Years a Slave oh, and oh, that quote was crazy. Uh, Moonlight. Uh, and they were like, oh, that was Brad Pitt's company. She was like, mm-hmm, not Denzel, not, not Will, Will Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, Ava DuVernay has a lot on her she's back like, right now. Uh, yeah. And she was like, if I, if I'm making 20 million a movie, you won't see me. Not like yeah. f- funding four to five indie films a, a year. I mean, this is the thing. I feel like we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before where, again, we don't know people's... Like, I feel like we only know what's reported. Like, I know yeah. I have said reckless things like this before, whereas, like, I, I specifically came at Denzel <laughs> because the thing is, like, and again, like, and Will... Oh, damn, I guess he came at the two dudes she came at. It's hard because, again, we don't know what they've done, mm-hmm. you know? But if you think about... A Steven Spielberg, for instance, like there are instances where you hear about of him giving back to like find new directors, find new performers. Like Guillermo del Toro owes a lot to him. It's like mm-hmm. it is a thing. Like in comedy, you know, you know, Eddie helped Chris, Chris helped Martin. Like you just know mm-hmm. the lineage of stuff, and it's hard because I don't think we know that when it comes to uh, producing or directors in black film. You know, right. I know people always say, James, you might have said this too. 
I feel like Denzel had a scholarship to help out Chadwick Boseman. I right. Think. Somebody tweeted that article. He yeah. had he had a scholarship that did help out Chadwick Boseman, but it wasn't like it, yeah, he, it's not the yeah. same. Th- it's not the same thing where you go, uh, you know. Eddie helped out so and so. Yes, yes, because it's, yes. it's not like Denzel Washington was like, "Yeah, we got to look out for Chadwick Boseman." It was just like, "I have this scholarship, and it benefited Chadwick Boseman." Yeah, um, you know, it's a little different. It's a little less. It's it's not like you know, it's not like Eddie happened to see somebody that he thought was good, and then he put them on. Denzel was like, "There could be somebody out there who could benefit from this." Here's a scholarship. I'm sorry, I I just I get upset. No, no, no. It, it it's a tough thing because the thing is, is like yeah. <clears throat> I have this like it, there's this ar- the article somebody sent to me, which is funny because they just like sent it like like she's wrong, but I mean literally it says that while studying at Howard University in the late '90s, Bozeman and some of his peers applied to a prestigious summer theater program at the University of Oxford. The group of students got in, but they couldn't afford to go. One of their acting teachers at Howard. Felicia Rashad pushed for us. She essentially got some celebrity friends to pay for us. It wasn't until after the program when he got a beneficiary letter and found out who funded the program. It was Denzel Washington. And he said, Denzel paid for me. I'm sure he has no idea. I've been waiting to meet him so I can tell him. Uh, yeah, it's a little you know. different. I mean, that's, that's still good. <laughs> I don't know, no, that's great. I mean, it's, it's so still great. Dope. That's awesome. You know, but yeah. Felicia Rashad came to. So Felicia Rashad was the one who was like, let's yeah. help these people. Yeah. And then talk to Denzel and Denzel did it. And that's great. Yeah. You know, but I think what Lena Waithe is talking about is different. She's talking about funding. She's talking about financing yeah. indie films. She's talking about literally people like looking out for up and coming black uh directors mm. actors you know looking for those yeah. auteurs and then support and then literally supporting them and giving them a shot yeah i mean and she's not, i mean it's tricky because i mean again low-key brad black brad pitt and jennifer anderson they out here like you know what i'm saying like they are out here plan b their production company has funded at least two of the most important black films in the last 10 to 15 years i mean 12 years of slave and moonlight like those are the two black films that have won Academy Awards. You know what I mean? Right. And so, but people were talking about, you know, Denzel has probably helped, you know, with with certain things, especially movies he's in, like Antoine Fisher or the I think the Great De- The Great Debaters. Debaters. Yeah, Debaters. Right. Debaters. And uh um and Will Smith has Overbrook Overbrook? Overbrook. Overbrook, Overbrook. Overbrook yeah. productions, which most of their slate are like Will Smith, Will Smith films or yeah. Jaden's movies or, yeah. um, but he has had, he did like the secret life of bees, which is, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, dope. That's what Overbrook did. Uh, it, it's not that many. They don't yeah. do that many a year. They probably, they only, they only average about like two a year, yeah. I think, or one or two a year. Yeah. I mean, my thing, I, when we were talking about this off mic, I, I kept also bringing up Denzel Washington's involvement with August Wilson's plays. Yep. And like, and for me, it's like, you know, all of that has taken a really long time. Like, he's been talking about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's taken, like, you know, nearly a decade for for all of this stuff to be panning out the way that it has. And, you know, from a film standpoint, it's like he's only done the movie Fences. And then now they're doing that um, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom thing for Netflix. 
Um, nice. And so it's just taken a long time. But like, it's like, and yes, no, that's not indie film and that's not producing a ton of indie films. But like, it's probably very hard to get backing for like a play to be made into a movie, you know? And like, that, that could be part of why those things have taken time. And like, as someone who's a huge fan of that stuff, like, I'm excited that of the platform that that is getting and even if it's taking a long time it just feels it's frustrating and it, and it to me uh, without having any information it feels irresponsible to just sort of target to be like i'm not going to name names and then to target two people who you know who knows who knows what has wh- who who knows what has taken the yeah, time that they've true. been working on yeah and, and i think yeah there you go i, I, I think yeah, it's difficult because it's like yeah we don't know and even thinking about the August Wilson's plays is, I, and this is, and again, like you know, we're all assuming here. Like, I think what Lena Waithe is really talking about is new talent, new directors, new writers, sure. new performers. And sure. even with the August Wilson stuff, I just saw the announcement of who's in this movie and who's directing that movie, and it's like those people are on already. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and again, it's not, it's not saying anything is wrong with that, but it's also that funny conversation we have. We're like, yo, what? Like, is there no young? black actor in their mid-20s who could do this thing? Is mm-hmm. there no young director who could do this thing? And right. it's like, it it could be a situation where it's like, if you do the comparison with Ava DeVunay, who Lena Waithe brings up, is like, Ava, Ava for the most part does the heroic thing. And again, God knows how hard it is for her. Like, uh, uh, when they see us, for the most part, you don't know any of those performers, you know what I mean? In any yeah. of the iterations of the boys, you know what I mean? Even when you look back to Selma, a lot of times like Tessa Thompson wasn't popping like that. Like, like David Oyelowo yeah. was like he was around, he was an actor, but like but he was a he was the character. Yeah, actor. you know what I mean? Like he was she, in a lead. He was in a. I mean, even Stormy Reed in uh um was a Wrinkle in Time. Like she well, will also would be sort of especially Stormy Reed, right? I mean, espe- I mean, yeah, for the, I mean, but especially those kids in um. And um, when they see us, like all those yeah. kids did such a good job that all of them will have jobs. Even the kid from Moonlight, who, again, had that small part of Moonlight. But when you watch him and when they see us, it's like, my God, this kid is. And again, like that is a kid who did not get a lot of right. shine in Moonlight, not because of him, but it's like because of the role he had. Yeah. But and when you see him, I, I will say I like I did tweet it out and I liked it when I read it. Um but like, you know, the things that people have said, I was definitely like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm not <laughs> somebody was like, I don't know if you want to die on this. Hill. I was like, I'm on a hill. Like, I didn't know wow. I was fighting wow. a battle on a hill. Wow. But yeah. sure. Uh, but wow. uh, and then also because they were like talking about like the whole Jason Mitchell situation that le- like, oh, did she let slide? And then she like let us slide and oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know anything about that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying whatever, like if, if dirty stuff happened, that's messed up. But I guess to your point, we don't really know what's happening behind the scenes, but I think we just look at it. I think it's collectively. So I agree with you, James. It's like it is maybe somewhat irresponsible to actually name names because you don't know everybody's individual situation. You don't know what people are doing privately or whatever. But I think it's just like collectively what she was talking about. I it resonated with me because I'm saying I'm thinking, yeah, it doesn't feel like. You know, yeah, there's the same opportunities. And now that people are getting more opportunities, I would hope that people are going like there are taking risks and stuff. And I mean, right. I, it's so personal for us. So it's like really even hard to comment on because it's yeah. like we these are like we are some of the people who would literally would benefit from this. And there yeah. are production companies 
that we've already, you know, talked with and we're like hoping to work with. And it, it they are black owned companies. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not like nobody's doing it. Like there are definitely people doing it. Um, you know, you have Kevin Hart, you have Issa Rae, you, you know, there, yeah, there are people yeah, out there Kenya, you, and, yeah. Len, and, and Lena Waithe. And yeah. so you have people out here doing it for sure. And I think she's just like kind of like talking to that, um, you know, it, yeah. Maybe I, just I, be a little misguided. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm like completely with her. I'm, you know, I'm, but it, it's more like always be my maybe, you know. Like I like she'll always be right. my maybe. Like I'm no, not I'm not you... a, I'm not like I'm a full train. <laughs> but she definitely will always be my maybe, you know? Like maybe I'm, I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> that's so This is this is an upsetting start to my morning. Um <laughs> Oh god, really? Really? Always be my maybe. Where are you looking? <laughs> like why are you first off, y'all can't see it. He's looking up at the ceiling like he's like He's who, looking up at who? the ceiling. Like, yeah, like I don't get what's happening. What is happening? I'm just saying I'm not on a hill, but she will always be my maybe. Alright. <laughs> Let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Best believe I punched Keanu Reeves and it's better than any scene you can see in speed. <laughs> Whoa, you remember? Wow, wow. Yeah. All right. How many times you rewind that part? To- <laughs> no, we didn't rewind it at all. Oh, he wow. just repeats it. He repeats it three times, I think. In the credits. In, in the, the credits. credits. Yeah. Wow. I was about to look up the lyrics, but that was all I could... That was all I had time for. Was just to say, it's "Pretty good." Best believe, I, could, I didn't have time to look up the lyrics. I could only just say what I remember. But that it, whole song good. is great. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, for those who don't know, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan, and my name's James the Third. Wow! Wow! Happy! Wow! That was happy really and bright. I wonder why James is so happy on this episode. Oh yeah! <laughs> well, we do today. have a special we, special guest. We do have a special guest. Maybe that's maybe that's why. Is that why? Who is it? Who's the guest? <laughs> I feel, I feel like are you are you not looking at the I, I guest like the right guest now? Is with you in your uh, home, uh, Gerard, do You want to do oh, the yeah, drum okay. roll? <clears throat> I'm James Wanner. Catherine Chen Lerner. What's up, Cat? Hi. Returning, returning, returning guest. Very exciting. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. So we are reviewing the film. Oh, for those who don't know, we are a film review podcast. Yup. We review films of uh, leading uh, actors of color. Damn right. We talk about them in the context of race. Race. And diversity. What? In Hollywood. Hollywood. And today, <laughs> we're reviewing the Netflix film, Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. Can I say one Written thing? and starring Allie. <laughs> what? It, like, this is my thing. I like before we get into it. I okay. feel like they really could have tried to remix Mariah Carey's uh, "Always Be My Baby." Nah, I'm fine. They did. Always be my baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm so fine. To just fine to be the lyric, I'm so, so that it could be "Always Be My Maybe" instead. Always be my maybe. I'm so fine. They did not do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, this was that's uh, good. Uh, uh, starring Ali Wong and Randall Park. They also are co-writers along with um, Michael Galamko. Oh yeah, sorry. who's this guy? Michael Galamko. No, no, he's done some stuff. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I mean, he. Uh, okay, Grim. Fresh right. off the boat, yeah? All right. Oh, he did Fresh off the boat? Also oh, starring podcast friend, oh, okay, maybe Michelle Buteau. I don't think Michael did. 
Yes, uh, Ali Wong writes for uh, right. Fresh Off the Boat, and Randall's obviously. Yeah, and the in director, it. the director was the co-creator, or sorry, not co-creator, creator of. I guess would she be co-creator because of? She would be book? co-cre. She'd be co-creator yeah, because she's the, uh, she's the creator. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the other guy probably got, has a Eddie. You talking about Eddie? Eddie Wong, Wong right? Yeah, he, yeah. He probably has like a, a creator credit as well. Um, okay, but well, she's, she's the showrunner too, right? She's the showrunner, for yeah, him, right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, what and what the producers on it too? Oh, that's right. And this, uh, yeah, this was a, a romantic comedy um, for Netflix. So we don't know anything about, you know, how many yeah. people watched it or how well it did. It's just like one of those things where you're just like, you have yeah. no, no idea. I, no, until they tell you. Until they say it. They don't say it that often. But they did say it for, uh, I guess it didn't get as many views as the Adam Sandler movie. Because, you know, they've been, they've been talking about how many views that got. Yeah. Got like thirty million or something. So I feel like everyone keeps questioning those Adam Sandler movies. So they're like, no, 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 they do great. Uh, but <laughs> I do. I feel like people are like, oh, another one. It's like, no, these it's things. It's a little do rude how but, much they just keep defending these Adam yeah. Sandler movies. But I will say this has ninety two percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it seems to be. I will yeah. say the articles I've read about this movie all seem to really, really like it. They seem yeah. to be very well received. It has an eighty four percent audience score. That's pretty good. You know, that's still good. It's lower, which I think makes sense, especially because of what how Rotten Tomato like how they do their ratings. Uh, uh, But yeah, anything else to say about it? I mean, Um, I will say they they know each other. They've known each other for a long time. Oh, really? Randall Park and Ali Wong. I mean, that's dope. It's so funny because I've seen both of Ali Wong's special Netflix specials. That's right. And she's been pregnant in each one. So in this one, when she wasn't pregnant, I was like. I don't think I've ever seen you yeah. not pregnant because I've only seen those yeah. two specials. I remember when she was here in New York and performing on stand-up shows and stuff. Like really? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. Like, and so it was super funny to see like each special. She was like, "I'm pregnant in these <laughs> because." Yeah. And she always <laughs> so crashed on her husband. Her not pregnant. <laughs> she always crashed it like her husband doesn't make no money. <laughs> like she's the breadwinner. Yo, that first special was fire. The second was funny too. That first one was just man. All right. Let's get into this thing. Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts. She, um, Kat, do you want to start? Sure. Um, yeah, I had high expectations for this movie. Okay. <laughs> um, being Asian and having two Asian leads, and I just really wanted it to represent everyone correctly and well. And I was super, super, super excited about it. Um, after I finished it, I, I just, I really liked it. I really, my first impressions of it was like, oh wow, they like. They did well. I was like very, very happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you? Yeah. What, do you want to talk a little bit more about the expectations for it? Like, yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, I mean, I think when it first came out that they were doing it. Um, I mean, I knew that they were both on Fresh Off of the Boat, so they have you know a world of like knowing the stakes of showing Asian culture um, to the world, right? And so that was hopeful for me. But there's always that worry that um, there's going to be um, how they're going to deal with like stereotypes or how they're going to deal with um, making it too Americanized or like not showing the culture enough. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, there's like a hard, kind of a hard balance. And so, um, yeah, I was just like worried about what was going to be said about Asians and love, Asians and family, Asians and food. You know, I think those are big topics that can sometimes go wrong. Do, right. Do you feel like it, as representation of those things, do you feel like it did a good job in, because I've, because watching it, it didn't really address Asian culture, really, or did it do it in a in a in a more covert way? Because I feel like the thing yeah. with his mom, yeah, right. which I thought was interesting, was that was that kind of treating the culture with like uh, respect without really making it like, oh, this movie is about Asian culture. Is that okay? Yeah, I think they kind of like underlined it, which I which I was fine with. You know, there were like certain lines or certain scenes or certain. Um, uh, like little things that I even watching it with James, I was like, oh, that's very, you know, um, that's very what my grandmother would say, or that's mm. very, you know, and so that that was that was enough for me <laughs> mm. to make it okay, yeah. um, to like have those like little things um inserted into the movie and the plot. Let's do. Yeah. Nice. Let's do. Uh, I'll go. Okay, go ahead. I saw this the first weekend it came out because I think. I don't know why. I think Rachel and I just came back and she saw it and I was like, oh, we, we should watch it. And again, I will admit, I like rom-coms. I think they're fun. Well, that's why you watch them. I think they're fun. And then <laughs> I didn't know what to think about this movie, but it's so funny because there were so many 90s references. Like the music was very heavily 90s. Um, um, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was really cool because of two things. I thought like uh, they played into they played into the corniness that rom-coms normally get made fun of like it, it's you know it at some point somebody's gonna run you know someone's mm-hmm. got to find somebody at the end someone's gonna apologize uh sometimes it involves rain you know what i mean yeah and they did all of those things honestly but it was just so the performances were so downplayed which i liked it felt very like grounded it felt and they always they always clarified a joke which i thought was very funny so uh, not to spoil it, there, there's something that happens in the scene and they're in an Uber and I'm like, yo, is this an Uber pool? And then someone comments, I'm like, can't believe you got us an Uber pool. It's just like that everything so that happens, the joke, literally it'd be the next scene. The joke is clarified and I was like, oh, this is a very, like this was written by comedians. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. it's like, because yes. like, this is funny. Let me make sure you get why this is funny. <laughs> so, um, so I really enjoyed that and I honestly really liked the fact that it was uh, Randall, uh, Ali, and Michelle Buteau as the leads and it wasn't mm-hmm. a thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like I, again I, I did realize the thing with the mom but to me that that could have yes that could have been about asian culture because i feel like it definitely was but it also could have just been like that could have been a black mom it could have been like uh, uh a white mom and i thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool um so i love that they were asian but the movie wasn't about them being asian which is the thing we always talk about just being in a movie mm-hmm. and like oh I'm in love. What do I do with this? And it's not about my culture trying to stop me or like my culture separating us. Right. It's like, oh, right. it's just real life yeah. shit. So yeah, I thought that was exactly. cool. And the fashion, I thought Ali Wong's clothes in this movie was just fire. Like her, her, yes. she, her clothes were just insane. And I liked that they had money too. So I thought that was cool. And I like, oh, sorry. Last thing. I like the dad a lot. Well, that she had money. Oh she my had God. Money. So great. Rand, so like great. Randall Park's so dad great. is great. Like the actor. Yeah. That actor is yes, so funny. The actor is phenomenal <laughs> and he has such a he seems so caring and so cool and so like I, I was like i wish my dad was like that that seems so cool all right i'm done i'm done <laughs> yeah that actor is james saito 
He's been, I feel like he's I've seen him in other stuff. I watched Broad City and he plays uh, a big part in one of the episodes in the um Oh man, he's the been last in so season. many things. He's been in so many he's been in so many things to the point that I'm like, I don't even know what I remember re- him remember from. him from because I've seen a lot of things that he's done. But I yeah, he he's such a great actor. Um J- James, do you want to go or do you want me to go? After you. Oh yeah. So I really enjoyed this movie. Um uh, especially I'm not a I'm not a huge rom- rom-com person. Um I think they tend to be pretty corny and also they make me mad about like what they say about love. <laughs> Cuz I always like so many times I'm just like this isn't real. <laughs> like Hilarious. like romance doesn't work this way. <laughs> like it feels like it gives like people false expectations of like what their like partner should be like and you know um, sure. uh, but I, I don't, I didn't feel that way about this movie. Um, you know, I, uh, I, there, I only had like a, like the tiniest of gripes and it came at the very end and we'll talk about it when we get there. But, um, the, the comedy, I mean, first of all, the script is really good cause so tight. It's the, mm-hmm. the comedy. It was just like written really well. Uh, the actors are obviously, amazing both Randall Park and Ali Wong uh I I I was like a little nervous at first when they were like playing their high school versions of themselves oh yeah and like I was like oh it's hard for y'all to play this like pretty sure Randall Uh, Park's in his 40s and like Ali's like probably at least late 30s if not yeah and so I was just like but um it was fun it was still fun and 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 it's only for a little bit uh but they did a really good job, I thought, of infusing culture mm-hmm. into a film with, like Jarrah said, without making it about it. Like, it's not, like, a film that's, like, just about Asian Asian cuisine, you know? Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. it, like... Mm-hmm. But it, but it's all... It's present throughout the movie in a way that makes sense for the movie, um, which I really like. Uh, and I liked how, like, kind of messy everything was, and it wasn't, like... It wasn't straightforward, and they both had like faults. I love it when both like the men and the women have have yeah. faults that they have to overcome. Uh, and, but then, like you know, like somebody just you know, there was just so many things to relate to. Um, you know, being afraid of taking risks, taking chances, uh, just con- completely consuming yourself in work, uh, and, and like going after things that you want, but but you don't actually, or that you think that you need, but you don't actually want, you know what I mean? Like with Ali Wong's character and and the, and the boyfriends that she was going after. Um, and then of course I just have to say Keanu Reeves was incredible. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was, <laughs> it yeah. was like, yeah, I didn't know mo- we, were going, we were going there yet, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to say, it's just like, I mean, we'll talk about it more, but like, holy crap. I mean, he's yeah. had the best summer almost of anybody. John Wick, sure. this Toy Story. Oh yeah, I haven't yeah, right. I haven't seen Toy, Toy Story, Story yet, but I mean, I haven't either. But I know he's in crap. it. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's all I'll say for now. Uh, I definitely liked yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was it was really strong. I and I hope a lot of people saw it. I don't know if that, ha- I hope but they it's did. just like in terms of like romantic comedies, like there are very few, in my opinion, romantic comedies that are that are like on this kind of level. Um, so yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I um I really really liked it. I like Gerard didn't know what to expect going into the movie except for like I think these uh actors are great and if they had anything to do with the making of this then it's going to be good. I'm not a huge rom-com fan. I used to be and I don't but I don't really like seek them out anymore. This one I thought was great like the Gerard talked about the jokes already, but I was like, there were just so many jokes. Like it was just like, they were like, and they, and they never let anything go. Like, like Gerard was saying, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it was like clarifying or walking through the joke. They would just be like, here's more of that thing. Yeah. Like, we're going to keep talking about this. Like the goopy like, chairs. Like, yeah. Like, that that, like Michelle Buteau at the end, just being like, I'm going to go look at some goopy chairs. It was like, we've heard that 14 times now, but they're going to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Again it was no so reason. good. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought all of that was super funny and I loved how like yeah and like uh Ray said infusing Asian culture into it. I thought that uh, like that I really loved about it. I, and I was thinking about representation a lot yesterday. I I'll just do this quick anecdote before we get into talking about the, the podcast but um talking about the the movie but um I t- taught an improv class yesterday and there were like three black people in it. It was like one black guy and two black uh women. And um, just like by the end of the class, it was like it wasn't like throughout the class they were just like doing mad black shit. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> but it was like, but it was like, yeah, like this is representation. Just a black person being able to be in a scene and like maybe for a second there's a reference, maybe, yeah, yeah. but yeah, also yeah. maybe not, right? Like it's just like seeing them live and exist throughout whatever this improvised world is, and and so like that was very present in my mind while I was watching this movie of like just appreciating how like just everybody all of the leads there were no white lead characters like with the, there was the one um the uh uh planner the the person helping to plan the uh, she the was wedding, on SNL talking uh, about the gooby chairs Casey Wilson Casey yeah no Wilson. she's great Sorry. I when she showed up I was like oh I love her um uh and, and but like it was like that's it. Everyone else, every opportunity they could get, you know, to to have a lead Asian character, um, Michelle Bateau's in it. Like all of that was just like great to just see, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I really appreciated this movie and thought that and real and went on the ride too. Like every time something happened, I would was super invested in it. So um, uh, ended up enjoying it very much. Yeah, cool. let's start this thing. Yeah, because they had da- Daniel Day Kim from uh, Lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, he was from Lost. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. came out, and I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was in it, and I, was, I guess he's also in <laughs> Hawaii Five O. That's how I knew. Yeah, him. I knew him from Hawaii. More, more people know him now. So, yeah, but I'll, I, he'll always be Jin to me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's start. I mean, this yes, yeah, so, like I said, this movie starts with the 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 uh, the flashback because it oh my God. it goes from uh, 2019 all the way back to like 1996, I think. Yeah, and then it's like them as middle schoolers, I guess. Uh, I don't know what. They're no, they're 17. They're oh, they're 17. No, I, well, yeah. the first time the, the no, the first time oh, we saying, see them, oh, yeah, oh, yes, yes, like, yes, 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 like by other actors, by other actors, yeah, it's like them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like her like cooking, <laughs> she's like getting home, and the and the voicemail is like her her mom or her parents just saying, you know, we're out, cook dinner for yourself, no TV. 
Which is so real because that was like my mother's life. My mother was like a latchkey kid in Baltimore mm-hmm. and she just would have to like walk home from school and like figure out her dinner and like do her homework and her parents like would not come home until like dark. Right. Wow. So like I immediately saw that and was like, well, there's my mom. Right. Yeah, I was never I was I was a somewhat of a latchkey kid like uh, uh, just for a short period of time where like cuz my it was when I didn't have to go to, into the city to, for my sister's dance. That's yeah. when my dad would be working and my mom would be working. So I like, and then I didn't have, so I didn't have to stay for the after school program. So like from like three to like six or like three to seven, I would be by myself, but I never made dinner. From, I would always just be like, if I was hungry, I just walked a burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. very real. Yeah. I never, I never did. I had microwavable food. Like yeah, I had, I had same. Yeah. yeah. I had mad microwavable food. I had, oh my God. But you ever eat some things when you're a kid because you ate it so much and now I just, Oh, absolutely. Like, I just, the smell. Uncru- oh, and, oh, and absolutely. Just, I'm like, I don't want this anymore. I've ate, I ate it yeah. every single day. So many times. There's like, there was a microwavable pizza that I remember. The oh Celeste. I, that's what we. And maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But like, like you could put it in a microwave, and all of a sudden it had like a little gray circle to place the pizza on. I hope they yeah. cook or something. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It's yeah, the last, I, it it's is. The yeah, I can't. The smell of that. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I can't handle. Yeah, I, I for I me, it's the opposite. Slash, if yes. there's anything that I repetitively ate as a kid, like to uh, ad nauseum, I I want it even more now. <laughs> that's wow. I don't get that. That's it makes no sense, but I want it. I even not more now. the freaking Doritos all the time. I can't stand Doritos anymore. I can't. Stand oh, I don't like any of it. I don't want any of it. Um, yeah. But the thing that I love. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, when was the first time that you guys made dinner for yourself? I still ain't do it yet. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I guess this is what I was gonna. I guess this is this is what I was gonna talk about. Like, I've never made dinner for myself in the way that this little girl makes dinner for herself. Well, of course, where right. she's like making it and she like she like puts like it like looks so nice and it's on the plate and she puts like garnish on. She like lays it out so nicely and I was just like, oh my god. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, I it, it depends on what you d- consider because I I I would like there would be these like frozen steaks that I would make steakums. I, yeah, the steakums. Steakums, yeah. baby. So Hell yeah, steakums, baby. Yeah, bro. All day steakums. Talk yeah, about the steakums. I, mean, like, <laughs> I think I mean like by scratch, like yes. from scratch. Like, oh yeah. What was the uh, first like meal that uh, you made from, from scratch? scratch? From scratch. Yes. Uh, As in like not microwavable, not frozen. Not microwavable. Like, so the, fir- like, the first time was never. <laughs> yeah. this, this I don't is, know what cat is talking this, about. This oh is, my gosh, I, I do mean, it all the time. Do you consider so yes, you like do. taking hot dogs out of the wrapper and, <laughs> and boiling? That? Does that is that from scratch? Or? Yeah, the first Yo. time I took a Chef ID can yeah. and then put a can opener to it. Yeah, and then yeah, that baby up. Chef ID, man. Yo, that on. was classic. I, th- I think so the first funny. for me was pasta. Like spaghetti was my sure. first like right. attempt but, yes. at a meal. But does that even count? No. Does pasta count? Because you ain't made you ain't you ain't make homemade pasta. I mean, I will buy okay. the pasta and that's just. You're talking about hamburger helper? Yeah, that's I mean, the same I'm thing. talking about some hamburger helper. No. The same thing. It's like boiling water. It's like whatever I can do to like just. It's just boiling water or like heating up the oven or <laughs> turning on the microwave. Like I could do that. I think I've attempted yeah. every now You talk about chopping potatoes. Oh, I do all yeah. that. I, I just get lazy. It's like when I attempt well, to start course, cooking, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Now, now we're too old. We're, di- we're yeah, like I don't want to do right. this. Now it's a whole different thing. But like I remember, like when my in my house, both of my parents worked, and so um, I was always, um, you know, I 
I was at like after school programs forever. But when I was home and when I became like, I want to say 12, um, I had a day of the week that I that I cooked for, for the family. So like Thursday nights or something like that it would be my turn to cook dinner because my parents would work. Wow. And so oh, wow. like every, every Thursday, like I would like, I like, they would be like, what are you cooking? And I'd be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and like, you know, my mom would, uh, I would like probably help me the very yeah, first time help. I made the recipe. But then after the first time she's like, cool, you got it. You're 12, you you're 13. You're oh, good. Oh wow. Yeah. And like, let us know when dinner's ready. Makes and like, sense. honestly, it was the best training ever because yeah, like smart. i was like okay like i'm making it for not just me right. i'm making it for my whole family you yeah. know like i i set <laughs> the table i like you know and i literally called my parents to dinner you know i was like right. hey dinner's ready you know <laughs> and I, like it was great i definitely i definitely felt proud the the couple times i made the craft macaroni and cheese for everybody and i <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I, i'm not gonna lie because like that feels yeah. like ma- making it from scratch because like Yes, you boil the water and you put the the macaroni in, but you gotta, man, you gotta time that right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you, you, they they can't yep. be in there too long, or it's mushy and gross. You ain't wrong. They're right. too short. That's it's hard. Statement. And then it's you like wrong. you gotta you gotta pour that powder cheese. Yo, I hate <laughs> no, you gotta pour the powder cheese and you got milk and That's butter. But it's like if you no. don't mix it, if you don't get That's the right, right amount of milk and the right amount of butter, it's not good. And like That's right, because I mean I'm saying you right, trying to have and you make you're it trying and to have you're some like, mac and cheese. You're not wrong. You trying to have some lumpy mac? You're not trying to eat lumpy mac and cheese. Honestly. Good crap. Ma- this is some, some good crap macaroni and cheese you just made. Honestly, you're not wrong, but also this good is job hilarious. pouring that orange powder. Into- <laughs> Yo, but craft was so much better because craft. Yeah, you're right. The noodles could be a little hard. You're right. Craft is different, baby. Craft. Yeah, you know, t- especially t- if you got Velveeta skill. too. I love some Velveeta. Uh, I never liked that. But anyway, right, cool. we, now uh, that we're on the same page now, about that, now, now uh, that we've talked, thir- <laughs> now that we've talked 20 minutes about literally the opening scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even the opening scene. It's no, the, it's the it's first not. ten seconds of the film because the opening scene is actually really funny with the kid coming over and then be oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you know, if you want, my parents said you can have dinner over at our place, you know." And then she just closes the door. No, yes, I was like, "Wait, what's <laughs> happening?" I was like, "Wait, what?" She said, uh, "And I then thought, she did like the best kid thing, which was like, I did it to be funny.' I did it to be funny, and he was like, "I thought you were doing it for real." <laughs> <laughs> I also love that they were kids. She was so mean to him, low key, and I thought it was hilarious. She was nagging him. Yo, yes, yeah, she yeah. was nagging yes. him. That's how yep. you tell somebody you love them. Yes, yeah. no, <laughs> yes. yeah, just I'll, you just nag like, them. Yeah, just like just yeah. like eighth graders. Yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> and then it, then we saw them in seven when they were seventeen, like yeah. high school, right? Right. Yeah, and the, yeah. When they grew up, that was I was I was choking up about that. Like as it just went through time. Um, and then it ended up on them as seventeen-year-olds or whatever the age is, and they're they're full-on adult selves. <laughs> yeah, full-on, uh, full-on adults uh, playing this part. But uh, but yeah, they so yeah they. But they, right, yeah. But before we wait, before we get to the seventeen, I know we, I know, like we don't want to make this a four-hour podcast. But um, before we get to the seventeen part, I mean, I just think it's really great that they introduced like how important food was. That they introduced, you know, his mom's um, importance of food and everything like that. Like yeah. I was, I I liked that that was immediate and and like got the sense of her family and his family like right away. Yeah, and all of these actors are really great. Like I I recognize the little boy from Blackish. And I recognize oh, yeah, um, yeah. the the mom 
from uh, Fresh Off the Boat and also Speechless and maybe a couple other things. Um, and they were great in this scene. Yeah. And they have this cool, real friendship that mm-hmm. lasts for the whole time, but they haven't been yeah. romantic with each other. and Until uh, they do. Right. Well, so then the mom <laughs> passes away, uh, which was sad and you have the funeral and they're like crying and uh they did they go to burger king or something didn't they like go to some fast food? yeah they went to burger king they went to burger king mm-hmm. oh sorry this was that was, that was after. after that was that's after, after. That's so, after. So, so they're in the yeah, car I think they just like go for like a drive yeah. they just go for a yeah. drive and then i have to say this is freaking weird she like kisses him <laughs> it's like the first time they kissed yeah. And it's like a day uh, after yeah. his mom died. I was just like, uh, it's weird, but also like I kind of get it. I feel. I think I, I get like it. I, I do. Yeah, it was weird, but it is weird. And and uh, but then they yeah they have sex in the back of the car. It's very Which is funny, a hilarious. Scene. To D'Angelo, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to D'Angelo. That was great. Um, I've never, I've never had car sex, but I. But I yeah. have like made like made out with somebody, mm-hmm. and like it's definitely very awkward. I mean, it's so like, I can't even imagine like being seventeen with your friend in the back of a car. <laughs> oh my god! I just like I'm just like nah. There's no this is there's no right angles for this. But there's, also that's your friend, so no it's right like angles. it's like when you leave, that's the person you would talk to about right. hooking up with somebody in the right. first place. So like that makes it super right. awkward. I loved oh I love the detail of him like. Of putting the seat, car seat yes. back, and it's like, and yes. it's just like, like yes. real hard. I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly. You try to put the car seat yeah. back, like all smooth, yeah. and it's just like, like damn it, <laughs> damn it. Wait, wait, what happened? Uh, how, did, how did they? And then get... he was like, and then he tried to like put his hand over her, but it, like it was all uh, weird. So he just like keeps it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of that was great. All that, was that was great. great. And oh. I think they just go to they just go to and then Burger they go King. to Burger King. Like, Do you want yeah. food? Are you hungry? And then they go to <laughs> they go to Burger King. But this is where it gets awkward, right? Yeah. He's like still trying to. Well, this is where it continues to be awkward. <laughs> because oh, because he tries to make he jokes. Tries to make jokes. He tries to put his hand around her. He's super. He doesn't weird. know what to do. Yeah, she, this is very real. <laughs> he's weird about it. Oh, but she's so all real. she. She also is kind of weird. Like, I mean, but but then, but because he, because he's oh, so, so weird, he's so, because he's so embarrassed, then he just attacks her. Yeah. And says the thing about his yeah. mom. Yeah. It's my mom, not your yeah. mom. You don't know what I'm going through. This was the yeah. only part. Flashes out. Yeah. This part. That was hard. It was hard. It also was a thing where, like, when it happened, I was like, wait, what? Because it happened so abruptly. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, this is a. This is an insane switch. And it's one of those things where, like, th- this particular part is the only thing throughout the whole movie where I was like, oh, I am watching a rom com. Cause I'm like, cause I kept forgetting. I'm like, oh, cause I didn't, again, I didn't know anything about it. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. This has to be a reason why they, cause I didn't know if they it was never, like, they never stay together. Yeah. Cause I didn't know if it was a thing yeah. of like, they were always just best friends and like no one made the move for real for real later in life. Right. Or was it like they didn't talk? And I was like, oh, this means they don't talk. You know what I mean? Like now nah, it means they don't talk. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I didn't know me, what kind of rock. This made me mad because they never address this again. <laughs> it's like never. It's never called out directly. It's yeah, just... I, and that's my. I was gonna say that was actually my one tiny gripe because it comes yeah. in at the end because it doesn't ever come back up at the end. And I was a little bit mad that it didn't because here's the thing: 
it's what he said was so messed up, but there were real feelings underneath there. And there was like another moment in the movie where she's like, I didn't have parents growing up. And he was like, you did have parents. And then she gets mad at him. Yeah, that was, I didn't like how it was always under, but never, I just feel like, I, I, I just feel like if it were in order for it to actually be realistic, wouldn't that come up? At any one of the times that they tried to right. <laughs> to yeah. get back together, or, or at and least, it just yeah, or at the end yeah, with ahead. the restaurant, like right. it should, it should yeah. have been. And, and her, for, uh, that's what I want. That's exactly the moment. I, just because yeah. we're only there. Yeah. Just that's exactly the moment where I wanted her speech. I wanted her to like say something about because also because honestly, I was like, yo, she just go put all his mom's recipe. Did she ask that? Yo, oh, it's was wild. I was like, yo, you just gonna make this mad money off his mom's recipes like that though but like and like he gave you the idea for the authenticity yeah. like like but anyway i was just i just wanted her to say something like you know you like your i mean she kind of did like she said like your mom made me feel like home but it was like it was like think like just being like thank you for sharing your parents with, you know what i mean like no, something they, to yeah, no, yeah. acknowledge yeah because they both had the thing is like she like, felt like she didn't have parents and like and your, his mom yeah. was adoptive, but he also was like, "Yo, that's my whole mom." But that is my mom. Yeah, you know what I mean. So <laughs> like, whole mom. Like, you get to is, claim my whole mom. mom yeah, like, like you also still, even though you don't like your mom, like you still have her, yeah. and you still have your dad. Like even yeah. if you don't like yeah. them, you do do yeah. still have them. And yeah, they may have like not been great <sighs> to you, but you know, like you got your parents still, yeah. uh, and and he doesn't have his mom. And there, there is something to that, man. Especially when they when we see her parents later on and. Again, like I, I think I give parents a lot of leeway just because of uh, uh, how shitty my dad was. But it's like they might not yeah. have been the best, but it seemed like they were trying. And like to me, it's like I, to I don't know. It, and again, that's everyone has their own view. But I'm like to have a person who doesn't try and to see. Okay, they're not great yeah. at this, but but it also but sort of it. felt like. And she doesn't call this out directly, but it sort of seemed like they were showing up now that she was successful a little bit. Like, yes, like that's definitely how she <laughs> felt. Yes, that's how she felt. That's how she felt. I wish yeah, that would have been addressed yeah. as well. Like, is that was that the case? Because if it was, then it's like, all right. Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, oh, man, you know... I just had a job end, which, you know, I was very fortunate to have. But it's so funny how quickly stress starts to accumulate (laughs) when you're not working. It's too much. It's too much. It's heavy. You know. I got the I got the shakes um, and, you know, the the heart palpitations, all of it. I I agree. I will say I've had the benefit of not being unemployed this long since 2009. And I, what are we in April? Uh, Soon to be May. And I have Mm -hmm. not had a paycheck all of 2024. Uh, So this is the most stress I've ever had. My parents may need to get an aid. And I'm like, where, who's coming to save the day? So stress is high. Anxiety is high. And, you know, sometimes... To talk about this stress, therapy can be a safe space. Like, get that stuff off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, you know, instead of just keeping it all bottled up and feeling like you have to hold everything inside. I know therapy has helped me. I kind of, I almost look at it as like check in. Like, sometimes I'm just, I got a lot to say, sometimes not so much, but it's like, it is super, super helpful. Yeah. I appreciate getting the the tools to like kind of understand. My, the mechanism of how I'm of how I'm behaving, you know, and reacting mm-hmm. in certain situations. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I use BetterHelp and Timothy, black male therapist, saves the day because he gets it, man. I'm like, you know what? Thank you, bro. For sometimes it's just 30 minutes of just me rambling. And I'm like, oh, you didn't even say hello yet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, keep going. I'm like, thank you. Yes. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient and flexible. It's suited to your schedule, which is absolutely uh, essential these days. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you want, switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com jump today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash jump. You gotta jump to get that better help. Better help. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to Smartless! Don't miss our new series Smartless on the road, streaming May 23rd only on Max. Subscription required. Okay. We well, I think, yeah. at the, I think at the end we're supposed to believe that it's not. But wait, before we just right. go all the way to the end, let's all the go, way to the end and skip everything. Uh, <laughs> that so we have that we have um, that fight, and then it just like cuts back to 2019, and so she's now a successful kind of famous uh, celebrity chef. Uh, she's dating Danielle. Uh, Danielle Daniel Dickham <laughs> uh, comes who, around the corner. Who is look, who's looking really good. <laughs> He's looking real. My man, my man, my man, my man had. It was like, oh, brother, you not only are in the gym, but your hair is so well maintained. (laughs) (laughs) My man came out here looking like a straight model. Yeah. Uh, He looked dope. There was an interview with Ali Wong. uh, uh, And she was talking about, you know, in this movie, she got to, you know, kiss very attractive men. (laughs) And I guess guess she wrote, what's this actor's name? (laughs) Daniel Dickham. 
Daniel. Apparently, she wrote this part for him because she yeah. used to have a crush on him. It was like, I mean, how this could would she be not? her chance to kiss him, like in a movie. And I'm like, honestly, good for you, good yep. for you. I mean, a hundred percent. She she has Daniel Day Kim. She has Keanu Reeves. Right. It's just like, yeah. yeah. She what did is it. going on? She did, she did it. it. Um, yeah. Did you? How did you guys like Daniel Day, Day Kim's like performance? Oh my god, I thought he was, he was fantastic. Great. Yeah, it was so great because he did what he was supposed to. You know what right. I mean? He was a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. The the scene like he really sold the texting scene. Yes, <laughs> when they're just in the car and he's just saying, mm, and, "But oh, that was so texting funny." Texting mad, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. smiling all bright, and there's just so many clicks. Like, I mean, <laughs> click click click. There was so many things of it that, and and it's hard because I keep trying to see what makes this rom com better than. Because this is the thing. Rom-coms have not been doing well at the box office. I think Netflix has been helping change that. Well, it's not yeah. the box office. But I'm trying to figure out like why this one structurally is so much better than the recent ones. And I feel like it's because, one, I think because they have comedians in it. And I think if you're going to make a rom-com, you need comedians to play the right. humor. And mm-hmm. comedians can act. Yeah. So it's like they can play the love and as well. <laughs> and they wrote it. And also the things I feel like it's, they use comedy in subtlety, whereas like in, you know, Brazilla and all these other movies, something fucking crazy will happen. You're like that, like kind of what you're saying, like this isn't real. Like this, right. nothing right. about yeah. this is real For at sure. all. Whereas like being in a car or even on a date and not being, I don't know, say you've been dating for a while or you guys really have nothing to comment and you're just on your phone. That is such a real thing. You know what I mean? Right. And so to see that happen and see her trying to get his attention was so funny. Cause I'm like, Oh man, I've, I've been on dates where this has happened to me. Right. And I'm like, yo, can we just put our phones, you know? Yeah. Off my phone in the center. Yeah. And like, it does nothing. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, oh God. I love that. I love that. Um, and wait, do we, he just says, "When does he say this?" I don't. I just. I'm just maybe skipping. Ahead. It's like a scene or two later. It's, At the it's house. pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's like a scene or two later. He's like, "I don't think we should get married." I know. And no, I like, think we what? should postpone the wedding. Oh, yeah. 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 The wedding. He's like, "What? No, it's just because I want to go to this play. I just got invited to do this thing, mm-hmm. and then you're going to San Francisco, and then we'll be able to be separate together." together. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, and, and then I love how it cuts. It cuts to her I trying to explain it to cut. her friend. Oh my gosh! What so it cuts concerned. to her, and then being like, and then and then she's like, and we're gonna like take a break so that we can, you know, see other people to just make sure that this is really like the right thing, you know. And it's like the it'll be really up. good. Yeah. It's like really great, you know. And she's uh, like, it's uh, great. The writing yeah. of this was great because Selling like we it. got a bunch of information from Daniel Day Kim, but then we don't learn that they're seeing other people until, until we see her trying to talk about how great it is. <laughs> yes. And that was just like, <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. And Michelle Buteau has this face that she does all the time where it's just like, okay. It's just right. like, her face is Many just, times they cut to her face of just being like, mm. uh, right? It's just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and I read the chef. Um, she's not a chef, but she's the host of the woman he goes off with. What is her name? Padma. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, I read that she had no clue what the movie was. They had just wrote her into it, That's and then she was like, <laughs> and then apparently her reps were like, "Hey, so do you mind if this movie?" And I guess they told her like, you know, Ali Wong and Randall Park, if they use your likeness for like some Netflix rom com. She's like, 
yeah, I like them and didn't see it until it came out. So she's like the Photoshop. She didn't and all know that she stuff. was the woman. That's she didn't so know funny. what her part right, was. Right. She just knew they wanted yeah. to reference her. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And also thought, so much trust. I almost thought that they were that she, we were going to see her in it because I know she like she's like dad. Like I've she's a. You know those celebrities who are like adjacent to the yes. comedy community yes. and you're like, why does yes. this, person, yeah. this person just show it up in yes. the comedy circles? Like, what? Yes. But she does. Like, she shows up in the comedy circles all the time. Uh, I think my friend is like her like personal assistant or something because uh, she's always oh, wow. posting about her. Um, but but yeah, that was that was great. Like him. And, uh, uh, well, anyway, we cut to her, cry, well, Ali Wong crying in the like in the pantry so she obviously isn't okay with so we know that she's not okay with this um but uh she's like all right i'm gonna go like on i'm gonna try to date or whatever uh and then i think the next scene is just the air conditioning right yeah 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 Yeah, they just get right into it i just want to say one thing about what's this guy's name um harry and son uh no i'm gonna skip ahead to this other guy because i just have i'm fascinated i was fascinated the whole movie it almost threw me off um karan sani yeah uh, he he played. Um, he was in Deadpool and, and he's almost in everything. Ev- he's in. Ev- man, he was in Deadpool. Man, no, he was in every movie that so just came out. Parts. Last. My, yeah. but, but I, I, the- I have auditioned for some things. I'm just like, oh, this. Of course, this dude got it. Yo, it's so funny because I'm thinking about it and I'm like, yo, this dude is mad young. And yeah. I don't know why I'm skipping ahead, but like the whole movie, it just kept throwing me off. Where I was like, we had just on this podcast, him and, him and Charlene. It was yeah. like it was it was well, almost Charlene like. Not, I feel like Charlene is older than he is, though. Yeah, older than he is, but younger than... Not as old than, as Randall. Right? right. Like, he, he, yeah, he is younger though. than me. And my thing is, my man, I just watched a movie when he was in um, uh, uh, Pokemon where he plays the same age as Justice Smith, yeah. who was early 20s. And in this movie, he was supposed to go to school or Randall Park. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, my man, you are just... People just want you so bad. You can just do what ever you want dog yeah yeah like anyway yeah he and matt he and he he's in so many so many I, I didn't mean to just call him out but i was just like my man is funny and everything but he's just in so much shit where i'm like you went from being like a high school kid to a 40 something year old person i mean he's probably <laughs> i mean what is he my age he's like he's your age because yeah. he's 20 he's 89 yeah man honestly i can't stop thinking about him every time i see him i'm just like i, I could be doing this i could i this is the role that I can do. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I can do this. The thing about, the thing about him, because it, it is, is frustrating to this. see him and stuff, but he's so funny. But he's good. Like, yeah. he has he that is line. Good. He, he's good, man. He has man. that moment, this, one of those super jokey moments in this where it's like, they're like, why didn't you come out to dinner? And he's like, oh, because, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> like, yeah, he's so he good. he sells that so yeah, well. He's like, so good. That beat goes on for mad he said, long. No, yeah. he said you asked. Yeah, you asked me that, and then you you were gonna s- explain why. Yeah, Yo. you're gonna you're gonna tell Yo. me why. He's so good. He's you so were good. Tell me why. But also, Bray, you could do this. Bray, this could this uh, this could have been you, Bray. Man. Don't worry, right. Bray. He's you might like man. You, when you get that Netflix bubble, man, you gonna be in all Netflix shows, man. Uh, sure. <laughs> all Netflix uh, movies. Boy, fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said fine. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I believe when I see it. Um, yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, you're right. They have those friends anyway. But he shows up at the uh, air conditioner place, sees Michelle Buteau. Hey, oh my God, it's you, Baba. And then, you know, Ali Wong is there. 
Michelle Buteau said it. Uh, Michelle and, you know. Yeah, she did. That moment is so funny, though, too, with Randall. Like, Randall just always being like, hi, it's you. <laughs> it's you. You're it's here. You. You're here. Oh, This yeah. is great that you are here. <laughs> yeah, it's so, he's so awkward, dog, and dry. He's so awkward. Oh, my goodness. Him, oh, wow. This scene, and it was a scene that I thought was so cool. It's just like him dancing with his dad like in the bedroom yeah like, that was great i love that, was that. Before, that was it was before so... this but that scene was that was before this scene yeah. right wasn't it before this because it was like uh, when we see what what's happening with him as an adult right so cool, that when we man. first see him and his dad like... just comes in and he dabs yeah. <laughs> yes it was uh <laughs> man that's it so really cool. was such a uh, a great like characterization of what who his dad is because when the dad first comes in he's like come on what are you doing like because he's just like smoking weed his room is a mess he's like what are you doing he's like i'm smoking weed and dancing to this song you want to dance with me and his dad's just like all right yeah <laughs> 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 and just starts dancing you're like oh that's a cool that's a cool, a cool dad, dad man God, the dad was so cool. uh, but um yeah so Oh man, the dad is so great in this scene too. Just like smiling, just be like, "Oh, doesn't he say yeah, like talk about always, your show?" Did, oh, did it, doesn't he say at one point like, "I always thought you two would be yes. together." Yes, he yeah. did. I think he says yeah. it. Doesn't he say it in front of her? Yeah, yeah. it's in the scene. It's in the <laughs> and scene. And you're like, "What the heck?" It's in this scene. Oh my! He was goodness. like, "Look, y'all ain't. I mean, right. My son ain't doing shit." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should invite her to, her, to your show. Yeah, invite her to your show. <laughs> to your show. Oh, oh, I, I, don't, I, I mean, she she probably no, 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 no. I have a flyer in the car. And he right. just leaves and comes back. <laughs> oh, you still have your band? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh man. You know, we like being small time, and, and you know. Oh man. Also, his. I'm sorry. His rapping was so awkward to me every time because yeah, it was such a dad it. rap. It was such dad. I was like, oh my goodness, Randall Park. I loved it. It, it was like um, it felt like um. Not the gorillas, but it felt like that. It felt like of that time. Wow. Let's compare them to the gorillas. Wow. Wow. Really, James? <laughs> yeah. It felt of that. Well, is that rude? It, <laughs> no, it wasn't rude. Was it supposed to be? <laughs> did you guys get the feel? Like, I didn't, I, I couldn't quite tell as an audience member whether I was supposed to be like, oh, he really could make it if he applied himself. I have no clue. Because I, I was listening to I was like, yeah, this is. People who get to perform at a bar yeah, in, I, in the I, town that they grew up in, and that's it. I didn't think it was good. Like they're not gonna yeah. tour. I didn't think, I didn't it, think it was good. I didn't think it was, no, think it was I thought, bad. I, I didn't I, think it was bad. Yeah, I didn't but, think it was. I didn't think it was bad. I loved how into them Ali Wong was. Yeah, yes, she was so into like them. she just loved them. <laughs> well, her first line is like, "They're still really they're good. Still really good. <laughs> they're still really good." And I was <laughs> like, like they are, "Are they?" Are. <laughs> It was weird. Um, I mean, it's fun because he had but no they could, agency. Like that's a band that like could have a cult following. Like totally, they could or they could always be tour. like doing a new song about something political or something. Yeah. Like who knows? You know, like yeah, they could do like weddings and stuff. Like right. they could totally like they could make mo- they could make real money, and they and, but they weren't. You know, right? Uh, yeah. uh I guess so. I, yeah, but I don't know what they would. Again, I don't know what his story arc was supposed to, career-wise. I don't know what it was supposed to It was hard because I liked what the themes that they were playing with, which is like he never stepped out of his comfort zone because he he used his dad as an excuse to like Mm -hmm. never like risk anything or or apply himself in a certain way. And it's because he never really got over the fact that his mom died. Like I feel like, you know, like he and and. 
and so clung to his dad super close. Um, and I liked that, but it was hard. It was hard for me to be like, this is it. The band stuff isn't the thing to encourage him. Like that's also the thing that like needs to be put down. Maybe yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Go after a career that he's gonna actually be do something in. But yeah. all right. But anyway, um, uh, it was fun though. Uh, I did like how into it. and then like we have the introduction of his girlfriend, which oh my gosh, yes, this was, was so funny. So funny. Bang. It- perfect introduction babe hi babe she says babe 79 times and then gives him a hug which shows us that she has dreads which is just great (laughs) which is insane it's like crazy it looks like before we see her face it's like there's an asian woman with dreads (laughs) yeah yo and then i love how fascinated ali wong is with her like she was ready to go and then she was like no i have to see this for another two hours (laughs) yeah she's like nah nah i'm definitely gonna check i mean the dreads alone and then she serves her hot dogs (laughs) yo she serves her chopped up hot dogs chopped up baby chopped up i thought it was like i yeah i thought it was like oh spaghetti sauce but then later you find out it's maca powder with ketchup yeah yeah ugh Oh, oh, so great. Oh, and Randall Park is shamelessly (laughs) eating, spitting it out. Shamelessly spits out the hot dog. Like in front of Ali Wong, definitely sees him spitting it out. Because she fed him like three in a row. Yeah. Right. And she's like, sir, she's like, I really wanted, I really want to cook for you, famous chef. Here's some hot dogs. (laughs) <laughs> cut up with some ketchup you don't want that smoke why some are you rice oh my god i love the shade and she like never understood the shade that was coming her way right yeah uh, she's like yeah it's really good oh my god she likes it yo <laughs> she was super Ugh. funny in this um I also liked how like she was like no it was like she's kind of a she's like a, she has like a good person she like tries to like you know go with the kids or whatever but it was just like kind of just like I don't know like, was she a teacher or something oh did yeah. she yeah. Yeah, teacher yeah. community outreach or something yeah like help Ugh. kids with plays and stuff like that uh some I felt like it was like similar to uh, story pirates like whatever she was doing oh, like, right how, yeah. Sure, how, like, yeah. how they yeah, described yeah. it but uh so that was a fun scene. And then, but then they're like, they're like looking each other. Oh, this was another night, but they were looking each other up at night. And then they like were texting each other. Yeah. I just to generally talk about this. I loved the number of times that they were about to text each other or like the way that they sort of tracked how connected to each other they were. Like, even if like an interaction the, the night before or the day before was didn't go positively, they still the next day was were like trying to connect to each other, yeah. but then without. I thought that that was really nicely done in the movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I mean, and also, and that's and that's also the way I think a lot of things happen too when you go from like friends to that other zone, where it's like you kind of check in more than normal. You right. know, you kind of like it's too like it's a lot of jokes, a lot of playfulness. Uh, and that just kind of crosses over into that new world, you know? Yeah. Shoot. Uh, so, I want to get to Keanu Reeves, but I'm, what else? Is there anything else? It's coming the... soon, yeah. It is coming soon because, like, essentially what happens, right? The thing that I remember that propels Randall to 
He's with his dad. To, yeah, is is that scene with his dad where he's like <laughs> they're both getting massages. Yeah, yeah. You and his dad is just like you have dead skin on your face. It's got to be Sasha. It's got to be Sasha. Right. Yo, that was so wild. I mean, and I, and I do like how this played out. I do like that we had this this before we got to them dating. You kind of saw the attraction both being there. But wasn't it like a phone call or something that how she got Keanu? Wasn't it like a... Well, she was at no, a... No, no, he no, was no. At, He was at her opening, opening or, night. No, or, no, she, but we no, didn't no, see she him. was just... No, she, right. She was just catering. She was catering she was for catering, this like Netflix... Yeah. The Netflix Kevin um, James... Rap party. <laughs> rap party. Yes, this Kevin James uh, Netflix uh, party, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and, and she's actually about to text Randall. But right. then um, we just hear a voice... That says, I hear you're responsible for all this. That's, that's the voice. <laughs> wow, James. J- and I didn't, I didn't know Keanu was in this movie. Neither for me, have. it was a surprise. J- James heard the voice and immediately knew. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognized his, I recognized his voice, and I remember people. What? You sneeze? Yeah, sneeze? Yeah, sneeze? Oh, that was the cutest Sorry. little sneeze. I, I didn't even hear. <laughs> it didn't even happen. It was like I, a breath. It wasn't a real sneeze. It was, it was like, like one of those things where you were about to sneeze and then you don't. Anyway, mm-hmm. I remember people being saying like, oh, Keanu Reeves is in everything. Yeah. Um, and so then I heard his voice and I was like, oh, my God, is that Keanu? But the way that he walks into this restaurant is oh. the coolest thing ever. And Incredible. he looks so good with the glasses, yo, too. I hate him. I hate I, him. I was looking at glasses. I was like, yo, this dude looks this- good with glasses. Like <laughs> and his little scarf. It's so funny. I It's like the longest. Like he's in slow motion. They're not. They're, they are in slow motion, but they but there's that moment where they where it cuts out and then they cut back to him. Yes, and it's like back to slow motion. <laughs> that was so. Funny. He was so good in this scene. <laughs> he was so good. Also, I hate restaurants like this. Like I hate restaurants. Oh yeah, like, we were all talking about joke. that. Yeah. This is my pet peeve. Where it's like I hate going to a place where the food is expensive and there's no food. Like, you know right, it's, I love it. Tiny. I mean, here's the thing. I've seen jokes about restaurants like this before. But this was still felt. It felt fresh. The jokes felt fresh. Mm-hmm. They had. I mean, my favorite, favorite by far was the lavender bubbles. Yo, they, they, <laughs> yo, the dude's like, Uh-oh. yo, lavender honey bubbles. <laughs> just like, this bubble gun, just like, <laughs> like bubbles come out and then they go and then they're just like, mm. <laughs> so, eating bubbles. <laughs> they're paying it was a killing bunch of money me. for it. Yo, it was killing me when they. Where they they listen to the le- the deer that was bleeding. The f- yes, he said the uh, deer life cycle. Yeah. Keanu Reeves goes. <laughs> Keanu Reeves like, do you have anything on the menu that <laughs> that constructs the concept of time? Like, what is it? <laughs> like, it was. It's like it, like it disrupts the constructs of time. Uh, that references the concept of time. <laughs> Well, actually, we do. We have a uh, oh, we have a venison he, where <laughs> we will give you headphones, and you can listen to the sound of the animals, and it relates to how life the exact is just a animal. Cycle. No, he says the exact animal that you were that you that you will be the consuming. Exact animal that you will be consuming, <laughs> uh, which represents the cycle of life from from <laughs> yeah, it was so from dumb. birth until death. It was so dumb. And then, and then he, when he's listening to it, he just starts crying, <laughs> <laughs> and he says. I'm sorry. And then he just starts eating it again. That was meanwhile, Ali, meanwhile, Allie Wong is listening and just like chomping down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does not care. There's uh, no. <laughs> also, Randall Park, so I just love funny. how angry he gets at this whole scene. Like this whole time is like everyone just loving Keanu Reeves. And of course, that's what would happen in real life, man. 
Like, if this was a black movie and fucking Michael B. Jordan just showed up, I'm gonna be like, man, right. fuck this dude. Yeah. He gonna be cooler than you. Could you yeah. imagine if this was a black film and like all of a sudden Michael B. Jordan walked in in slow motion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yep. you could do. I know. Yeah, it's so true. And they and they talked about that. Like Ali Wong was like, when we were writing, we literally were like, like, what Asian man would just like mess up Randall? <laughs> like, like what? No. And so then, so they were like, we were like, it was always Keanu Reeves at to- at the top, but obviously we had no idea. If he would do the movie so we had like a few others right. but they were like Keanu was our top always <laughs> to be like what if he just walks in and that's that's the person now you have to beat because you can't win that Especially you can't because he is Keanu Reeves in the movie and this is the thing we're in the Keanu Reeves resurgence right okay we're in the heights yeah. of, of John Wick all right this isn't saying I, Keanu. I don't know about resurgence. My man never went away. No, no, no. I don't what, think he what, ever what, went away. What I'm but saying is exactly. he never went away. Yeah, and they're like Keanu bringing back thing. Bill and Ted. Right. I'm so like, happy. Like, remember we had that movie, was a 47 Ronin? Like, he had, yeah, some, yeah. he had some movies that didn't hit. Of course, hit. of course. Everybody's but now got a couple. he's back, baby. Like, my man is like, you want to get that dude? I'm back. Okay, wait. Now, I know we I know we got past this because we already started talking about the dinner, but... But the first few moments of him being at the table are super funny, too. Like, Ali Wong saying, like, I, I miss your muscles. And he's like, I miss your soul. <laughs> you know, oh, like, my God. Like, uh, everything he says is mad poetic. And everything and right, she's like, I miss your mouth. And she's, he's like, I miss your light. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. This is incredible. Insane. And then he hugs, he hugs uh, uh, Jenny. Is, is that the girlfriend's name? He, he, he hugs Randall right. Park's girlfriend's girlfriend. And she just immediately sobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Well, no. He hugs her. There are just he hugs so her. many tears. He hugs her. Well, what well, well, was well, is that he hugged her and he and she said, um, "This is like the first time I've ever been like starstruck or something." Like uh, she was like, yeah, she was right. like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm having. And then he was like, and then he I forgot what he said, but he was just he says like, the only the only stars that are important are the ones in our dreams. Yeah, and then <laughs> oh, and then and, it cut back to wow. her. And just scream. Wow. We just Only saw her face. She was not in the crying. <laughs> yes. Wow. That was the. F- oh my God. He delivered <laughs> every line exactly how it was supposed hit. to be delivered, too. He hit everything. Oh, he really did. He it hit. was. Well, and, and a lot of it was his. Like, a lot of it was improvised. A lot of it was his idea. Like, Ali Wong said, hit the idea of him having glasses with no lenses. Like, that was him. That was him just riffing. That's incredible. It's like he had fun. It's like he just had fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was so good. This next scene, when I'm they, so mad. He was so good. When they go back to his house, this is what, uh, when I watched this, I was like, yo, he's going to have to fight Keanu. I was like, yo, you I, did? I, I didn't watch this be like, yo, he's going to have to fight Keanu Reeves. Like, it's got, because, because <laughs> no matter how dickish right. Keanu and crazy he could get, you're not going to leave Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's, right. Like, it's Keanu Reeves. That's like he's got, he's going to have to fight him. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. You're like, how does this end? Does he win the fight? Because Keanu can't fight for right. real. Like, but we all know Keanu has trained nah, Keanu for would, the Matrix. Keanu would kill right. Like, we know he can't and John win Wick. And, and John he references Wick. John Wick in the movie. Yo. Uh, <laughs> this scene at the house, and I love that the turn switch when Keanu was like, also, fuck this dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like, he's like, who would you kill? I'd kill Randall. <laughs> I mean, I would kill. Yo, he said it so quick. I'd kill Mark. <laughs> he said it so quick. And then his girlfriend goes, I, I killed kill Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> What? The cultural footprint that these two have left. I can't do that to the world. Yo, she's right. But why she Marcus? Right. She didn't even choose herself. She was just right. like, she's like, I got I gotta kill somebody. Kill Marcus. You're not gonna exactly you're not gonna kill the famous Asian chef or fucking Keanu Reeves. What? You're not gonna kill Keanu? I loved it. Yo. I loved all of it. 
I, I love the the game that they played. Oh, how mean it got. Oh, it was so good. Crazy. And then when they fought, dude, first off, can't okay, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. Anytime I see one of these actors who is a person who makes these action movies, uh, I always assume that they want to fight. Like I always assume because they've been training. Like they <laughs> like they're and like again, this movie was this part was like a nightmare. I don't know why I'm projecting so much on Michael B. Jordan, but I just assumed that like if something happened and I had to fight. Creed, <laughs> like, could you imagine that fight? With that, where does your mind start when you're fighting Neo from the Matrix, dog? Like, it's like you can't be confident. Even if he says punch me, because if he says punch me, I am now giving him free reign to punch me back. Right? You know what I mean? It's so true. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not hitting this nigga. Right. Like, for what? Uh, for what? Oh, uh, I thought this was so. Good. And he was so. Come on, dog. He sounded like Keanu. He was like, come see? on. <laughs> Immediately just puts him in a headlock. Oh, man. Go to sleep. Uh, that was great. And then, of course, the the best, I mean, maybe you know my favorite moment. My favorite, honestly, my favorite moment is that he's like, I'll call you an Uber. And then they like, <laughs> and then they like, they're in the back and they're fighting. And then he kisses her and she's like, what? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But it's very reminiscent yeah. of what happened before. Mm-hmm. And like it's the kissing, reverse. Yeah. Kissing yeah. somebody at that. an inappropriate time. Yeah. And then they're kissing. And they're just like, first of all, they had this whole fight in the back of the car. Yeah. And even when they were having the fight, I was like, what? And then like they're kissing. And I literally, Tessa and I were watching it. I literally, as they were kissing, I literally yelled at the screen like, how are you going to have this conversation? How are you going to have this fight and make out in front of a person? You know there's somebody driving this car. I was like, how are you going to do that? And then as as I said that, they zoomed out and they showed the guy's face. And I was just like, and I was just like, oh man. And then they panned over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I yes. literally, and then yes. when they panned over, I literally screamed, it's a pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Yo, I died. I mean, that, the fact that, cause, cause it's like, a, you know, the joke is coming for yeah, the Uber right. driver. Right. So it's still funny, but you knew that was coming. But the pool? Yes. Yo. <laughs> yes. I couldn't. Yo. The dude was like, Yo, I'm right up here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But then they didn't. Yo, that again, was amazing. They didn't let it go because in the next scene, they <laughs> comment on the fact that I can't They're believe like, he got I can't Uber believe he pool. got us an Uber pool. <laughs> I lo- like to me he that- definitely did it on purpose yeah she's like oh it's probably a mistake nah he definitely did that on purpose <laughs> I love that comment and I love also that uh, his girlfriend stayed with Keanu and he was like what and she had the comment of like I got it what did she say like I have to see where this goes or like well, she says she said like I can't miss this opportunity like you yeah. can't you can't help the I world. can't miss the opportunity to talk to Keanu Reeves <laughs> to talk no, to about, Keanu like, about, my, about my community service cause she's like and then she said something like you can't you can't help the world without Without celebrities, yeah, and then she she said something about like she was like Leonardo DiCaprio is helping with climate change, and he said, "What has he done? He's working on it." <laughs> 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 it's so many jokes. It's so many jokes, man. And then oh, and I'm then, just realizing I'm realizing the scene that we missed, um, just because we're about to like kind of talk about them getting together and stuff, but like, um is the birthday party with uh, and we get to see a little bit more of her parents. Oh yeah. I'm just so like when we get to her parents again oh, we yeah. can reference it, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, well the parents the parents show up. They show up at the plate at the first place with the Goopa chair. We talked about the that joke. 
and they showed up there and they but they keep the parents just keep making these references to like 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 getting ch- things for cheap yes, or like and like discounting you know, yeah they yeah, like yeah. got a Diana they're like why do you get a Diana Ross impersonated for this kid's birthday party like uh apparently it, w- it was cheaper than the Beyonce impersonator yes. <laughs> but also the, but also his dad loves um uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Yeah. Right. He loves Diana bastard. Ross. Right. We get that little scene. Also, I remember watching this scene. I think Richard went. Richard goes, "Does he like black women?" And I was like, "Why you said that?" He's like, "Something in his eyes." When he kept talking, about <laughs> 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 something in his eyes. And I was like, "Huh, maybe." And that gets paid off later on. I was like, "Yo, it was something to yeah. get payoffs." I do love just to get through it. Like I do love this montage of like uh, uh, the happy times. Romantically, you know the yeah the the yeah. This is great. Her at oh, the yeah. her at the the watching them pl- play. All of that mm-hmm. was really fun. Mm-hmm. Then walking around, him touching the boob of the statue. <laughs> um, yeah, all of that was was so cool. Yeah, and, and you know, and again, I think it is a thing when I'm, I'm really keep trying to piece why I like this so much better. Of course, it was written better and performed better, but I do think it's a thing, man. I think comedians really can play both worlds where it's like comedians know how to hit a joke but also because comedians I feel like sometimes when they're performing at least don't take themselves so seriously that they can't be silly and I feel like sometimes like you see actors where you know they are these prestigious actors and when it's time for them to do a comedy or or a rom-com it's so big because almost like they're trying to prove that they can be funny without just being funny you know what I mean right and I, I don't know why I keep representing Brazilla. It's just there were just so many weird things that happened in that movie. I just saw it recently. Like, what? How? And I think it was because they wanted it to be playful and fun, where I'm like, you had to do all this. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And I don't know, just watching them like literally walk into that. When he touched the boob, I was like, oh man, this is playful, but also it comes off sweet because yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's not kind of like, sexualized almost. You know what well, I mean? Well, and it's just like, I think, you know, in another movie, right, this montage could be like really extravagant dates and like, you know, like crazy yeah. like yeah. things and like jumping out of airplanes together or something insane. And it's like, oh, you're just like walking around or you're just like looking at some art or you're just like kissing in a park or like things that people can relate to and be like, oh yeah, I did that on my date, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I liked her. I liked uh, when she was like watching him perform and she just like turns to the other girl. She's like, that's my boyfriend. The other girl's <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Like, cool. And then she's just like, if if you try to make out with him, like I'll, I'll, I'll get your social security and ruin you. <laughs> it was like so She's specific. like, I'll mess you up. Yeah. It was so specific. She didn't let it go. This person was not interested. <laughs> no, like not even a little bit. Um, At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week 
quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. Uh, yeah, all of this was fun. Uh, I will say there was a part of, there was like a part of me that, that I'll just say, I, I don't, I didn't mind this, but I'll just say this in case other people were thinking it, like people who are listening. There was a part of me that was like, oh man, like <laughs> it's another, it's another movie where like the, the woman is like super successful and like super put together and all that stuff. And like is falling in love with like a guy who's like kind of a bum. <laughs> like I know, I know Randall Park was like, his character is like really funny or whatever, but he's like, you know, like yeah. living at home, like mm-hmm. not doing much. Yeah. Um, y- you know, and I, I feel like that didn't bother me as much because of Ali Wong's like the way her stand up of being like, <laughs> yeah, her stand up is about this. Yeah. And wasn't it always like, wasn't, doesn't she always talk about how like, I want to get taken care of. Like, right. she, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, and so like, it was fun to be like, to see like she's like the high powered like you know I don't know and then right. w- didn't it shift to what was what was Dross saying before of like it shifts to like she's the breadwinner and he doesn't have to do anything now well he doesn't I mean and it's so interesting because that's the thing is like he's still trying to figure out what he wants to do but I think well with, yeah that's the whole time yeah, right and I yeah, think what sets this yeah. apart um because I think I, what Bray's saying is definitely true. I think the only thing that's that helps this out is that we see that they've known each other for a right, while. Right, right. Whereas, like, usually yeah. this would be like a Seth Rogen movie, and he just runs into a pretty woman. He's just been right. a bum forever, right. right? You know. And at least he still does have a job with his dad. It's just that he just is stuck, which I respect. Yeah, it's not like he's not a complete like loser. Yeah, like, he's not, <laughs> like yeah, he's not at home on the couch smoking weed, doing nothing. Which is like right. what right. happens in a lot of those movies. It's like, do you have a job? Uh, I broke my ankle and sued the state. Now I'm rich. So right, I right, do right, right. You know. Uh, uh, yeah, but so this all, but this all comes to a head though because they go to uh, like one of those premiere events, and I remember. Uh, so he like favorite. goes there, and he looks like pretty good in his uh, like t-shirt, but like it's a freaking it's a black tie event, and yeah. she like didn't tell him, which is messed up. Like uh, I don't understand how she let let him out the hat. Like she yeah. knew she had to know what he was wearing. Like. Just be like, oh no, this is probably like a suits only. Like I don't. Anyway, that was weird. And then, uh, and then like, so he has to wear a coat. The only thing he can get is this like oversized <laughs> thing that looks awful. It's like not even the same color. And and then she's going to take pictures, and she's like, oh, hold my purse. And he's looking sad. And I immediately told Tessa, I was like, I was like, don't. Oh, I I didn't even tell Tessa. I was just yelling at the screen, which is what I do sometimes. <laughs> I literally was just like, I was like, don't. Don't take pictures. I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare take pictures. Like, he can't take pictures looking like this. That's no. not right. That's messed up. No. And then immediately she's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend's right over there. <laughs> like, points uh. to him. I was like, no. <laughs> and they all turn and they're just like taking pictures of him, like holding yeah, a she called him a regular guy yeah, or something? And then she, yeah. And she's like, yeah, he's just a regular guy, which whatever. I the picture thing I thought was the thing that was messed up more so even than the regular guy. I'm like, how you gonna make you know you a celebrity? Mm-hmm. So now you got paparazzi photos uh-huh. of him looking like a bum, and people gonna be like, yeah, nah, but he why is she dating this bum? <laughs> True. She True. wants to date he gotta, a regular he knew what he was guy. Getting into. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with this. <laughs> nah, uh, I was mad at her. I was so mad. And I and I, my as, man knew what he was getting into. Nah, well, nah, he showed man. up with a, in a t-shirt. Should have been a t-shirt. He I mean, ain't do no, no, he he ain't ain't do no research. Come on, man. about the event. He probably thought he was like 
casual cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like I would wear something like that. Like that's casual chic, baby. Yeah. So Well and in the other yeah. in the other in the other um, you know, in the, the other scene. Yeah. Right, the, the restaurant, he's she's like she's like, Oh Yeah, you he know. was overdressed. Yeah. So, yeah. So right. Also it's also funny too, is like um one of my favorite scenes though, uh, maybe coming up. It's like I don't know if I'm skipping, but it's well, like, like the the premiere of her opening of her restaurant. Uh yeah. and they're arguing mm-hmm. like in her house. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Like, is I this lo- just the next, is this this the next, next scene? scene? Next scene? Yeah, it's the next scene. It's yeah. good though. It's and really I, good. And I, and I love this scene because it seem this scene seems very honest. And I feel like I've started having these conversations a little bit now. And it's like, oh yeah. Cause cause you don't ah and, and I will say I do this. I do this to people, which is sucks. It's like if you don't physically see someone doing a thing, sometimes it's so easy to assume they're doing nothing. You know what I mean? Where it's like right. if, if I'm out, like if I'm with you guys and we're like working from like 10 to 1 and I come back and I, you know, I'm like, what you do all day? You know what I mean? And if you question me, I'm like, what you do all day? And it's like now I have to fight to prove like I've done work and you're fighting to prove your worth. And it's like, right. you know, which should never have to happen. So seeing them have this conversation, I was like, ah. Yeah. Oh, I felt so real. I was like, oh man. Right. So, and no one's, no one's particularly wrong right. to me in this conversation, but it is, but to me, Ali Wong has to think of like, yo, you gotta, you gotta make a choice. You gotta do something, right. you know? Well, he starts, like, he kind of starts attacking her first. Cause he was like, he's just, he's just upset about the regular guy thing. But, and this is funny. Like uh, <laughs> the more, uh, the more like I realized, like the more that I've been with Tessa, the more I realized like, oh, like people, they do these. I mean, it's like what therapy is for, I guess. Like the, the you you want to say something, like you want to get out your emotions, but like you don't know how to say it, so like it comes out in these like attacks. Yeah. So like, what yeah. do you instead sure. of just being like, hey, it actually really hurt my feelings when you like called me a regular guy and like, and it seemed like you didn't care that much that like people are taking pictures of me wearing that bump jacket (laughs) whatever like say the thing that you want to say so she can be like oh i'm sorry i didn't even i i meant it as a compliment i didn't mean that but i'll you know what i mean i'll know that for next time Mm -hmm. or whatever but instead he was just like he was like you know and he was feeling this about the other stuff too but he just like starts attacking her like yeah why do they call it like i hate the term celebrity chef like it doesn't even you know and she's like okay well i didn't come up with it and he's just like and also the other thing i hate like like exclusive Asian, what what was the, the uh, term? Authentic. It, was it wasn't a, authentic. Yeah. It wasn't. It, but he wanted it to Hometown. be authentic. He was like, "It's not authentic, mm-hmm. right?" It's like elevated. 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 He was like, yeah. "I hate the term elevated. Like, it's not. It should be authentic." And he's she, and he's like, "Your your your stuff isn't authentic. You're serving like." You're serving food for white people. Yeah, he definitely said that. Definitely um, said and that was like the one time we like kind of get one of those things in there. And yeah. it was, she was, yeah. and it was like, wow. And it, it was hurtful. And it's interesting. It was like he had a point to be to make, you know, but the way that it came out was so like just attacking and like yeah. belittling of all the work that she's done in her like this career that she's made for herself, which is like super impressive and should be celebrated. And so. And then, of course, so they get into that fight, and then she's like, "Don't come." Uh, and they already had this. Isn't they had another conversation about New York too, right? Yeah, because because right, cause yeah, she it was had come up soon. a couple times, but she she didn't talk to him about like he assumed that she wasn't going to New York. I think is actually and right. then what she happened. assumed that he was coming with her. Yeah, right. And then, but then it wasn't even like 
oh, going to then he was just like, whatever, I'll just like be, you know, I'll be in I'll be here. You'll be in New York and then you'll come back. And then at a certain point, she was like, he was like, well, when are you going to come back? And she yeah, was like, never, back. never. You're coming in New York. Yeah. She just assumed he was back. I go to the next thing. And that I was Paris like, next. whoa, I was like, that doesn't make sense because she already they already had a conversation earlier where he said he didn't want to leave San Francisco. So it's like mm-hmm. for her to just assume that he was just going to leave this place and never come back is like, that's, that was crazy. Because she assumed he had nothing going on. That's the thing about well, like, he didn't have he anything. Didn't. But it was, but still it was like, it was no, still dismissive of his feelings. <laughs> it is, it is. And to me, that's the hard part when you're like, when you're comparing who's bigger, who's busier and who's doing the, right. the better work. It's like, well, you're not, my you're not thing doing is what important. I'm doing. My yeah. thing is more important than exactly. your thing. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the thing is like, he to him, you know, he's working with his dad, right. you know, his band or whatever. They're going to the new, they're at the new venue, which is bigger for them. You right. know? I mean, like, sorry, I didn't mean to say he didn't have anything going on. Obviously, he had his yeah. band or whatever, but it's like his career yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. dependent on him being San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. He could but the thing is, right. he wanted to be in San Francisco mm. and she didn't even she didn't even have a conversation with him about it. Yeah. She just was like, I mean, we're co- going to New York. Like yeah. uh so that was kind of messed up. But then like she was not being thoughtful, but he was purposely attacking her. Yes. And she never did yeah. that to him. Yeah. And so that's kind of why it was like the that was the imbalance of like, you know, uh, so they get into this fight and he's like, whatever. And then Michelle Buteau's like But she says she says the line though, it was like when he's first off, when she oh, goes yeah. to the car and he's in her balcony, and she's like, she asks him to choose. And she goes like, didn't she say like it was always you or something like yeah. that? Yeah, like oh yeah, she like says she says I love you. I think for the first time. Yeah, she says I is. love you like, for the first time. Yeah, and, uh, that, and that affects him. But then she's like, she was like, either you want to stay here or you want to be with me in New York, you know? So tell me. And he's like, I don't want to be with you in New York. Uh, yeah, because he wanted to be with her there. But yeah. So then she leaves and. She tells Michelle Buteau. Michelle Buteau's like, I don't know. I feel like you should. I feel like you shouldn't give up on this. And she's like, Don't you know? He gave up. He gave up and blah blah. blah. And at this point, I yelled at. The, I told. I was like, Love is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Love is hard. You have to work for it. It's hard. And oh, I should say too. So many times. So many times when like Randall Park did something good, like especially towards the end. Tessa would be like, Tessa would just turn and look at me. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you serious? <laughs> and she'd be like, that's really nice what he just said. And I was I, like, I know. I know. I hate, oh, I, hate yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you're going through. Oh my God. And she's just yeah. like, I mean, this is, I mean, this, uh, this ending, particularly all of this stuff happening in this ending is very much like the last few years that Kat and I have been having. Like, <laughs> like right. I don't, and I, I will say for the way that the, the, the movie handled it, like they wrapped everything up in a nice little bow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think stuff happens like that. Well, that was my, that was my yeah. one thing was that because he just, but I, I like what he does because he's just like at the end, he's basically just like, look, I don't care what I have to do. I don't care what I have to wear, where I have to live. I just want to be with you, you know. And for me, I feel that way. I have that like that love feeling I get. Like I'm like, yo. And I've said that like I, I've said that in a certain way, whether or not Tessa 
heard well, it. Well, well, she won't it came listen off. to this podcast, so she won't hear this. All right, either. don't yell at Tessa. Oh, no. <laughs> No, She's but not I, here right now. But I've said I've been like I've been like, hey, like I like I really want to like there are things in my life I really want to do, but like I will give this up. Like if 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 it came down to it, if it was like yeah. you have to be with me or you can't do this, I'll be like, fine, I'll I'll just be with you. Like yeah. I'll give it up. Yeah. But I but I want uh, I want it to be like I want to acknowledge like I am giving something up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that that's the one thing I didn't I I wish she did. Like I feel like she never acknowledged like I'm asking yeah. you to do something that's really hard. Yeah. I'm asking yeah. you yeah. I, I am yeah. a, I'm asking a lot of you and I and I appreciate that you're doing that for me. You know? I just wanted that cuz it was like I I she wanted to hear that from him. And I also just wanted her to be like, you know, say that. Or and the thing with the mom too at the end, yes, just be yes. like, hey, like, hey, you she know, your too. mom was, yeah, was so special That's, to me. But she was your mom, and like, and yeah. you're right. Like, even though it was so painful for me, I don't know what that was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just like just little things like that. But um, yeah, it was still be. It was still. I mean, yeah. it was so fun, man. I mean, I like sobbed when she like showed showed him the the menu, and maybe that's just because like I don't know, like, and I think I don't think it's just oh, yeah. in like Asian culture. Obviously, Tessa I think it's too. like in every. Yeah, I just think like there's something about like like family and food and passing down information from generations, you know. And I just like yeah, like I like sobbed. <laughs> no, it was it was beautiful. I will admit that. I mean. Yeah, and again, I, I love since we're in. I just love the the Keanu Reeves song. <laughs> <I> <laughs> the I punched Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, you know, I don't even know. I want to say anything to Hollywood right now because this movie just made me happy. It was like you know, it's yeah. something that's very interesting happening where I know Netflix isn't considered Hollywood, which is very funny. Which is like you know the ongoing battle of like do, yeah. should a movie get. Should their movies do this and you know they buy in a theater so they can release movies? So I know they're not Hollywood, but Netflix, and I'm not gonna work because God knows what'll happen tomorrow, but Netflix seems to be a crazy outlet for people of color. Like, yeah, this no, I movie, completely agree. If this movie never would have come out, like this movie, a movie about the Central Park, I mean the 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 Exonerated Five, like certain things they've been doing, mm. they're giving people of color opportunities that is it's interesting because Hollywood has never done. And even in this mm-hmm. heightened time of, you know, crazy rich Asians and black Panther it's still not think about it like this. There are movies that get pumped out so fast when things are, are hit that I'm surprised that this summer we didn't see another all Asian movie hit in theaters. We didn't see mm-hmm. another like big budget, all black movie hit in theaters. It's still mm-hmm. a thing yeah. where like, they're not doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it has yeah. to be the right project. It has to be perfect. I mean, shit, the next big Asian movie to come out in theaters may either be the sequel to Crazy Rich Asians or Akira. You know what I mean? And that won't be until next year, at least. Right. At the earliest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the next big black one probably won't be until either Bad Boys, which doesn't have an all-black cast because they added a lot of different races into this one, or the sequel to fucking Black Panther. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's these outliers, mm-hmm. whereas Netflix are giving people a chance to... And young... like. They're giving young people, like young directors, a lot of people a shot at making content. And I'm like, this is great. So, yeah. Big up to them. All right. Well, is anything yeah. else? Yeah, no, I don't have anything to say. Also, like like Gerard didn't say want to say something to Hollywood. I'm not gonna talk about I'm not gonna talk about Hancock. 
I'm not even gonna bring it up. Cool. I'm not even gonna say the name of the movie Hancock. I mean, you, you said it three said times. It. Like I so. like I'm not gonna talk about Hancock today okay. on this podcast because the movie was so good that it's like why even bring up Hancock? It's like cool. I don't know. It's like it, it would be like why would I shoehorn Hancock into the end? of this podcast it's like why like it would be like james stop talking about hancock i'd be like i know like why did i even say hancock you know like so i'm not even going to talk about hancock at the end in this one shoot thank you wow so i will say one more thing which is (laughs) which is you know again just like the importance of representation is just a real thing and like you know being able to have this movie honestly especially on Netflix and like being able to like watch it before I go to bed or like something to like, just give me hope and like look at something and be like, Oh look, this is like a lot of Asian people on the screen and they're not, it's not a foreign language film, you know, or like, it's like, and they're just being people and like, they're just, and, and you know, and there's, and, and there's room, there's room for people who look like me. And like, that's Mm. just a huge, it's a huge deal. And like, you know, I know people, feel that like representation matters is like a hot like a hot topic or just like a hashtag and I get it but it's like it's a lot more than that you know yeah 100% Absolutely. 100 um so it's time for the cause we rate and review films not ba- uh not based on how much we like them but whether or not they help the cause of more leading uh actors of color uh in Hollywood uh so if we think the f- film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Somewhat helped the cause, a white palm. Didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Count of three. We're going to do this. One, two, three. Two black fists here. Which I got over there. We got two black fists over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cat, you yeah. want to go first? Final thoughts? I mean, I, I guess I just said it, <laughs> which I it's forgot, she which did. I totally forgot Fact, about. She, she totally she just did. said but, it. Um, but yeah, I just, I do think that it helps, you know, it just helps the cause of like, hey, you know, not only white people can make movies and not only white people can make good movies. And like, you know, like it, it just, it, it, we just need to stop, you know, making Asians the tech person. And we have to like stop making like all these different races just into their stereotypes alone because we can do so much more. Oh, yeah. And to piggyback off of that, it was just cool to me because, again, they got to do the thing that I feel like we talk about on this podcast so much. They just got to be Asian and not have that define anything about their characters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, this is a part of who they are, but they're still just... People trying to find love, and I thought that was very cool, very cool, and it was really funny. Yeah, and then I'll I'll just say on t- in addition to everything that's been said so far, you know what I mean? Just like Asian Asian director, Asian writers, Asian stars, like this is just fantastic. We need we need more of this. It was so well made, and it was so well made. Like even if this even if the movie was garbage, I would still give it a fist, <laughs> right? But it was also on top of that so well made. It's like stop, you know, denying this. Let this happen, Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think somebody like Randall Park, who's in so many movies and has been killing it in the comedy game for so long. Um, really doesn't yeah. have that many leading roles. I mean, I don't even yeah. know if you get to count the the interview or uh, the where oh the, where the interview got, right yeah, yeah. Um, no it might be know. supporting yeah so like he really doesn't and then Ali Wong is a phenomena like she like people who have done that met uh, who have had killer stand up specials in the past like 
they get they usually get to you know star in their own movies um 100 so it's like it is kind of crazy it, you know we we are definitely tracking the hotness of diversity right now and it's great um but it's like this is stuff that should be happening you know what i mean yes. it's not just like yes. it's not just like uh uh people you know giving blanking on the word but you know it's not like it's undeserved you know what i mean like this you have people who are completely deserving who weren't getting looks before and now they are and so it's it's really it's really awesome oh and we forgot to mention that that parent thing uh pays off in the end because their parents see her at the premiere yes or no or right before the premiere and they're like yeah you're, they, and they're like you know we we know we know we didn't um we know we weren't there for you sometimes and she was like sometimes all the time she's <laughs> like all right we're trying to apologize like i didn't say that but <laughs> they're like yes Shit. but we're trying to make it up for you now and then they give her a receipt and they're like <laughs> He's like, what's this? And he's like, we went to your restaurant. We didn't tell them that we were your parents. And we paid for everything. Yeah, full price. It's <laughs> a big deal. Price. It's such a full big price. deal. Pride full is, price. Like, and yeah, she was like, pride is a real what? thing. What? And he was like, we had pictures in our in our po- in our pockets. We had so much <laughs> opportunity to show the proof. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't. We didn't. And we ordered extra shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so cute. I literally was like, I think I'm going to cry. Uh, like, that's so cute. That's it was so like cute. the sweetest thing. That's so it's cute. It's like they're true. They're true. Like they're really trying like, to be like, this is like our version of love. Like it's this like, is how we express it. It's yeah. the biggest. It's like the biggest version of love they could show her. It's like they care so much about that. And like they didn't. <laughs> They didn't say that she was her, you know, that they were her parents and they paid for everything full price. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Wild. Oh, man. That's very good. Yeah. That's great. Very, very Loved. Good. All right. Uh, uh, Kat, do you want to plug your social or anything like that or? Oh, sure. I mean, um, yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Kat Lerner, K-A-T-L-E-R-N-E-R. And then... I have two things coming up, Uh-oh. I guess. I have I have an episode of Adam Ruins Everything written by my husband. Okay. Okay. Um, which is like Adam Ruins Bugs, is it going to be, James? Uh, little Bugs. Little Bugs, um, which is like, you know, such an interesting thing because I'm terrified of bugs. And James just thought it'd be so funny to write me into this episode. That so, isn't what happened, but... <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, no, but I'm very excited. Um, I think that airs in like... August or something and then um I also I'm gonna be in a production of Joy Luck Club Uh um at the Sierra Madre Playhouse here in California and that will um open at the end of August very cool very cool uh you can follow us at Blackman Podcast blackmanpodcast.com is our website there's links to our merch we have a link to our Patreon we do two Patreon episodes every month five dollars a month uh up there we just did uh the pilot episode of when they see us on netflix we also uh reviewed john wick three yep john wick three baby (laughs) john wick parabellum uh also we're going to be in london uh for the london pod festival uh on september 7th that is at i believe 9 p.m yes 9 p.m uh, so yeah, if you guys are 
in London, if you're listening to us and you live in the London area or like in the UK or honestly, even in Paris, like freaking come by, please come, come and see yeah, us. Come see us. That would be so cool. We're going international. It's really fun. I've really never exciting. been. I've James never, never been. been, which is insane. So show uh, me around. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see some Shakespeare. Do it. It's the best. Uh, uh, you can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is my website. Uh, James. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy. Dot com. Third is three RD. I'm at at Gerard Milligan. And if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. Uh, I'm going to read one of these super long ones. Uh, (laughs) This is Vitamin Man. I love this podcast. I found this podcast after hearing the hosts on Blink Check after discovering that podcast just a couple months ago. Thought they were funny and insightful and decided to go back through the back catalog. The first episode I listened to was the Green Book episode because that movie enraged me when I saw it and literally every other, in parentheses, white person in my life was praising it and I felt like I was going crazy. When Jiraz started with F this movie... I felt an immediate wave of relief wash over me. <laughs> what movie was this again? <laughs> Green, Green Book. Book. Green oh, Book. <laughs> I, have, I have now listened to approximately half of the episodes and I couldn't love this show more. Also, as I was listening to a couple episodes while driving today, I thought, I love this intro gimmick where they just talk until Jonathan interrupts with the movie title. Then when I scrolled through the reviews to write this review, the first one that came up was a four star that says, it would have five stars, but I hate the intro and I couldn't <laughs> fathom it. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for this show. I love it. Every episode you provide me with new insights and things to think about. And I think it's a very healthy way for people to grow into understanding. I've been recommending it to everyone, especially the people who liked Green Book. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for that review. Really appreciate it. Just so you know, we hate the intro too. So so maybe, one. you know, I understand the four-star review um, because of the intro. I get that. if it could stop, anyway, Hancock. Uh, <laughs> oh it'll never God. stop. And this guy just big up me, and I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what next week is. <laughs> we never know. We don't know what next week is. I don't even know what today movies we, are coming I mean, out. we said we were reviewing uh, Shaft. Shaft, and then we and then we did it. So yeah, yeah you know, who knows what's gonna be next week, guys? Yeah, you know, I don't know what news yeah, coming out. Next week, out. we're reviewing Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna keep saying Shaft. <laughs> keep saying it till it's I'm trying to see what, what new. I'm trying to see is there a new movie with a person of color coming out in the next couple weeks. Oh, is that movie yesterday? Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah yesterday. The, oh. Yeah. oh, Stuber. Oh, that's not out yet. Never mind. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, yeah, we gonna find some. I mean, yeah, I think we. we I think we, we can do that. a non-new movie. Uh, but uh, we will be back next week. Thank you, Kat, so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Thanks for being thank, here. We'll see you, you next week. All right, y'all. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The Ghost with the Most Past Due Child Support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!